I'll never forget that vacation where Lucy looked up at me and said, Hey, Dad, you got a dad bod. It hit me hard. And since then, I'm usually the guy at the pool wearing the t-shirt, even though I'm in the middle of the water. (laughs) For most of my life, I felt like a very ordinary dad. Sometimes a little fatter, sometimes a little thinner. But this is my journey to discover the extra in my life that makes it so much more than ordinary and takes me into the realm of extraordinary. You may have noticed that my voice doesn't sound quite as high as normal. That's because earlier in the week I had a bit of a sinus infection and one day I didn't sleep good and ended up straining my voice because we were teaching. And the next day I sounded like this. I had to go talk to my manager one day this week and it happened to be at the worst of my voice loss. So it was at that point where it kind of sounds like you've been crying the whole day. And I walked into his office and I was like, can I talk to you? And he, was, he said, is everything okay, man? And I was like, oh yeah, dude, I just lost my voice. But for a minute, he, uh, he thought that I was a crybaby. And I was like, oh man. But today we're talking about not only our physical fitness, but our spiritual fitness. Because like I talked about on that vacation when Lucy told me I had a dad bod, it really got me thinking about what I've been doing to myself. When Amanda and I met, I was between 120 and 130 pounds. I was really like scrawny small. But I always tell her she fell in love with me that day of that when I had those cut off jean shorts on and tank top and she was just like, oh man, look at those chicken legs. But that was usually, I was always the smaller guy. Usually if somebody has something going on and they need somebody to crawl under their house or in their attic, I'm the guy they asked. I was always the guy having to climb into the attic or under somebody's house. So I was used to always being the smallest guy in the room. And when I became a truck driver, most of my job consists of me sitting still, trying to stay awake because I drive at night. So you're eating a lot of snacks. You're drinking a lot of caffeine, high sugar drinks. This was the originally when I first started. And within the first two to three years, I put on 40 pounds. I went from 120 to 160 And then up to 170 pounds. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot. But if you've known me in my life and you've seen me, I'm a small guy. So when I put on that weight, I was, uh, one of my friends called me skinny fat. I looked skinny until I took my shirt off and they were like, whoa, okay. So even now, like I wear, I wear shirts when I go to the beach or when I, when I go swimming, I'm a little nervous about taking my shirt off because I used to always be one of the more fit guys. Like when we played sports and you would pick teams, you'd say, hey, skins versus shirts. I was like, first one taking my shirt off. Like, okay, yeah, cool, I'm with the skins. And now if somebody wants to play skins versus shirts, I'm like, uh, do we have any sweatshirts laying around? But I'm actually going to read our scripture for this week earlier than I normally do. And the scripture is 1 Timothy 4 and 8. And it's physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. See, for a long time, I focused a lot of my life on physical training. I wanted to be a PE teacher like we talked about before. So I did a lot of physical fitness. I played soccer. I played tennis. I've always loved sports. And I really focused on being in shape. I enjoyed being the fastest guy on the team. I loved being the small, fast guy. And I did a lot of weightlifting. I worked at a gym for a while. It was very fun staying in shape. But like I said, when I started driving and I was sitting still, 
I let myself go. My life became stagnant and I became very comfortable. And I put on a few extra pounds to where before you couldn't grab me. And now, yes, even now, I got something to hold on to. I can't get away from you too easy because you can reach out and snatch around my midsection. You're going to be able to grab something to hold me back. (laughs) But when I uh, really first started getting back into working out again, I had this moment, and I'm not proud of it, but I had an argument with somebody, and it got to the point where you start making good points, so then the other person gets personal just to try and end it and get you in an emotional place. And I remember the guy looked at me and he said, you're soft and weak. Actually, it was sent to me in a message that I was soft and weak. And that was the moment that I was like, oh no. Like, people have thought I was weak before because I was smaller. But nobody's ever told me I was soft. I took a screenshot of that image. I got a gym membership. And I would work out. And every time I couldn't push up the weight, I would pull that message up. Like, before my next set, I'd pull that message up. And I was like, oh no, you're not soft and weak. And I would start working out. And then... That that was kind of a little bit of bitterness in me, honestly. Looking back at it now, I was I was using the bitterness in a way to actually bring me to a healthier place. But those comments being used as fuel weren't the proper kind of fuel for me. And then that led into jujitsu. And I got in really good shape doing jujitsu. We've taken a break because Bear wanted to play soccer, and I'm noticing I'm putting a little more back on my midsection, so I'm gonna have to start rolling around with somebody or doing something to stay in shape a little better. I got to get back into my exercising. We did a Spartan sprint, uh, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law and I. So I had to get in shape for that and that was fun. But I've always noticed that in the times of my life, because I do tend to fluctuate, and in the times of my life, when I'm the most fit, when I'm working out, when I'm in good shape, and when I can jog down the block without running out of breath, I feel the best. I'm the happiest. I've got great moods. Everything's going smooth. And that's when I'm where I want to be. I was trying out ChatGPT the other day. So this isn't actually my own thing. But I put into ChatGPT, hey, give me a blog article about why dads should be in good shape. And I'm actually, I very rarely will do this, especially with my voice sounding so fantastic right now. I don't know why I'm deciding to read something to y'all. But I want to read what an AI said about fatherhood. And think about this not only as a father, physically, but spiritually. Think about this as your spiritual wellness. Are you in the place where you're working out, where you're feeling fantastic, everything's going good, you're in your Bible, you're in your Word, you're growing, everything feels great spiritually, physically, emotionally, or have you slowed down a little bit and you put on a few extra pounds like me? So let's see what AI has to say about fatherhood and fitness. The AI told me fatherhood is an incredibly important role and one that requires a lot of energy and dedication. 
As a dad, it's essential to stay in shape and maintain a healthy lifestyle. Fitness is key to being a good father as it helps you keep your energy levels up, improves your mood, and helps to set a positive example for your children. Physical fitness is important for fathers for many reasons. Exercise helps to reduce stress levels, increase stamina, and can even improve mental acuity. All of these benefits can help fathers to be better equipped to handle their day-by-day responsibilities. Exercise also helps to keep the body healthier, preventing illness, and promoting overall well-being. Fathers who are fit and healthy can be better role models for their children because children often look up to their fathers and try to emulate their behavior. If children see their fathers regularly exercising and eating healthy, they are more likely to do the same. Finally, fitness is important for fathers because it helps to create a strong bond between father and child. Exercise can be a great way to spend quality time together as it can help to strengthen the relationship between father and child. It can also provide an opportunity for children to learn about physical health and the importance of staying active. In conclusion, fitness is an essential part of being a good father. Fathers who take the time to stay in shape and maintain a healthy lifestyle can be strong role models for their children, help to reduce stress and improve mental acuity, and create a strong bond with their children. So that was it. That's what the AI told me. I actually thought that was really good. That's why I wanted to share it. Because if you look at it, And you think about it physically, those are all great reasons to get in shape. I mean, keep your energy level up. That's true. Whenever I'm in good shape, my energy levels feel so much better. It improves your moods. When I feel good about myself physically, I'm in a better mood. It helps to set a positive example for your children. When your children see you working out and exercising, it sets that example for them so they'll do it too. But when you take those same things and you look at it spiritually, it should motivate you even more. Because a lot of times spiritually, we've let ourselves go. We're not where we were when we were younger, when we first came to Christ. And we were spending every bit of time in the Bible trying to learn what to do. But now you've gotten comfortable in life. And this is a time where you should be even more focused and more like in tune with what you need to do and more goal-driven towards getting closer to God because you have little people looking up to you and little people watching you to know what to do. So your spiritual fitness is also key to being a good father. When you're spiritually fit and you're close to God and you approach life with a spirit of, of gratitude, that does bring your energy levels up. I watched an interview with Michael J. Fox And if you don't know, I believe it's Parkinson's that he has. But he was shaking and he was moving around in his interview and the person was asking him, the interviewer was asking him, how do you do this? And he told him that when you approach life from a place of gratitude, it's so much easier to find the energy to do what needs to be done. And that's true. When you're spiritually fit, when you're spiritually close to God, your energy level is up. You feel like you can tackle anything and that no matter what the world throws at you, you've got this. You can do it. It also improves your mood. When you have read your Bible and you know the end of the book, your mood is so much better even in the valley. We taught the kids Wednesday night about Gideon and how Gideon started out his battle with 32,000 people. And then... 
God said that anybody who was afraid could go home, so 22,000 people left. And he was left with 10,000 people. And we talked to the kids about how their mood would have been at those times. Like 32,000, you're feeling pretty brave. You lose 20,000 people, two-thirds of your army, you've got 10,000 left. And you're like, okay, I can still handle this. Everything's going to be okay. But then next, God reduced Gideon's army through a test at a brook down to 300. And Gideon had to be terrified. But what Gideon did was he listened to God. And even though he was terrified, he didn't stay in that terrified spot. By walking with God and listening to God and going through the enemy's camp, he heard what they were saying about him and that changed his mood. That made him brave. Long story short, Gideon blew a trumpet and through a little bit of deception because they, his men that were on the hills around the other army with jars with their lanterns in them, and when he blew his trumpet, they busted their jars so their light shone. And then they blew their trumpets and made a loud noise. So it confused the enemy and they started fighting each other. But I said that story to say how when you're walking with God, no matter what you face, no matter what's coming against you, or how much you feel like you've lost, you know that you still have the victory. You know that you're still going to win. So your mood automatically improves. And our kids are watching us. Our kids see the positive example we set. They see us striving to get to know God more, to try and move closer to God. They see us wanting to be more like God. And they're going to follow us. We talk about it all the time. You're showing them now how to fight their battles tomorrow. And if you don't show them, Somebody will. Somebody will show them how to fight their battles. And if it's not you, then how do you know that they're going to make it through? Unless they're relying on God, unless you show them that God is the answer for everything. It should be so important to us. I'm kind of digging my voice because it sounds sick. I actually sound like I'm way more emotional than I am. (laughs) But it should be so more important to us to grow closer to God than it is to get a promotion at work, than it is to get that new hobby started that we want to start, get that new toy, that new tool that we're looking for, the new activity going on that we have. The most important thing in our lives should be seeking God. You know, I notice in my kids, some of the things that I get onto them for the most are the things that they're emulating about me. It's the things that they're learning about me. And as I grow older, my main desire is that instead of seeing the negative qualities of myself and my children, I want to see them to begin to emulate the positive qualities. And for that to happen, I've got to show them more of my positive side than my negative side. They've got to see me seeking, pushing, going towards God with everything I've got if they're ever going to be able to emulate it because they can't emulate something from me that I never show them. God, please help us. Help each and every one of us who are listening 
to grow closer to you and to grow closer to you in the eyes of our children so that our children can look at us and see us working to become more spiritually fit. They can see our spiritual lives changing and see us shedding those that weights and burdens that we carry around and that we can be the example for them. God, give me the strength not only to worry about taking care of myself physically, financially, God, but spiritually. Help me to put my spiritual well-being on a pedestal. Help me to put it so high that I try my best to just achieve closeness with you. God, I love you, and I praise you, and I need you, and I thank you for this day. Be with every one of our listeners and be with everyone who hasn't heard us yet. Help us to spread your word and your gospel and to spread a positive example around this world. It's in your precious holy name I pray. Amen. Hey guys, I love you. God loves you. You should love you. And reach out to us. My social medias are there. I've actually had a couple of people reach out to me this week. I think you just heard it dinging, actually, but my messenger just went off because... I've had a couple of people reach out this week asking questions about starting podcast. I love that. I really do love that. I love helping you in any way that I can. And even if it's just a conversation about what's going on or you want to talk about starting a podcast or anything that's important to you, I love it. I want to build a community. I want to talk together. I want to be here with you and for you. And I want to always do my very best to point you towards God. I blow it sometimes. We all blow it sometimes. But at the end of the day, I just want to build a relationship with the world around me that sends them closer to Jesus. All right, guys. I will talk to you next week. I hope everything goes good for you. I hope you have a great week. I'm praying for you. And hopefully next week, I sound way better than this. But if it's still like this next week, I'll sing you a song just so you can appreciate how lovely my voice is. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening.